Hi. This is the Holes of You Mark podcast show. Hi, t- time for story time. Here is a nice, lovely story I found today for to, you to listen into called The Midnight O'Clock, Midnight O'Clock by Natalie Nathalie Ozier. Wherever there are, um, are monsters in a closet under the bed or lurking in the shadowy corners just out of the night's reach, I don't want any spark. I do want any spark, I would. I hide under the covers. Before long I'm sound asleep. What well, doesn't mean I'm safe. What, I, what if I suddenly need a glass of water? Or there's a storm rapping at my window. Or I pop awake from a nightmare. And what if it's midnight? What, when, when I do? I tell you. You don't want to be awake when midnight rolls around. That's when all the really bad stuff happens. Think about it. How many scary stories have you heard? Happen in the morning or the afternoon. It's always the dead and the light. And there's no dead at a time in the stroke of midnight. I'm just glad my clock isn't on set to military time. Otherwise it read oh, oh, oh. Just when 12 has two zeros, that might as well be evil red eyes staring at you from across the room. Of course I've never seen either, because I do not want any smart kid. I don't want any smart kid would. I clenched my eyes shut. I was clout to 60. Once the minute's up, I'm in the clear. Midnight. Oh, one isn't nearly so ghastly as midnight o'clock. It was little after nine before I finished my glass of milk and went to bed, warm under the covers. I can't doubt to the muffled sound of the television down the hall. I travelled through dreams and steep into the night. And then then a shivering noise drifted into the, on the breeze outside my window. A train was heading down the valley. I knew I was awake. When I heard the whistle blow, the echo softly through the air. I sat up looking around my room. My glaze slipped past the clock. My breath caught 11.59. I clapped my eyes shut and covered them with my hands just to keep safe, counting off the seconds. I imagined all the scary things that had to happen now. It was midnight o'clock. The red spots and purple swells in my vision swam swam together and twisted into into hairy monsters with two glowing eyes and five huge mouths, each a pincushion of teeth longer than a saber-proofed tiger fangs. Then dark clouds swept overhead and shot down golden lightning with a zap, zap, zap. Three knotting, glaring trees sparked electric. They sizzled and fried and came alive, plucking their roots from the ground and walking, curling their limbs and branches like a million hands, and fingers reached out to grab hold of me. I clenched my eyes tighter. The monsters and the trees faded like mist. A wavy splosh of yellow-orange blazed up into a roaring fire. I turned away from the flames and was suddenly stomping through quicksand. I reached for a big rock, but I was really a gooey eyeball. I reached for vines, but they were really hissing, slivering snakes. 
after sinking through the bog, I lay on back on my bed, but it was not my bed. The sheets were were big, pink tongue, and the headboard was a big green goblin face. I squirmed and squiggled to get away, but slipped on the slimy tongue. I fell and tumbled down the goblin's long, cavernous throat into its stinky belly. Pop! It was dark, pitch. It was dark again, pitch black. I felt. Finally, open my eyes and grasped for air. The clock read twelve o one. The room was back to normal. The monsters all gone. Shoo! Midnight was over. As soon as my heart stopped racing, my eyelids grew heavier. Again, I struggled into my pillow, and before I fell back to sleep, I just—I thought just for an instant that maybe I wouldn't have seen all these horrible, scary things if I kept my eyes open instead.